podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Join us for the very first IFL Live at London's Indigo at the O2, Sunday, August the 13th, with me, Kuka Cassius, and some very special guests, Eddie Hearn, Darren Barker, Johnny Fisher, and more. Tickets now on sale. So in the words of Eddie Hearn, you get up, you dress up, and you fucking shut up. This is Coogan Cassius for IFL TV. Delighted to be joined by Mr. Chris Eubank Jr. How are you, Christopher? Exquisite. I am exquisite this this uh, early Vegas morning. Yeah, what time is it there? It's not that early, is it? No, it's 10 a.m. It's quite early for me. I'm not usually a, a morning person. I trade in the afternoons. Um, I like to do evening sessions as well, evening runs, evening, evening cardio sessions. Saying that, I've re- very recently switched to uh, uh, morning workouts for the first time in years. Um, as I now have a new trainer and a new team. And that's the way they do things. So I'm following their their guidance and their their training schedule. So it's uh, it's interesting. It's it's an adjustment, but we're making it. Okay. Well, listen. Let's come to that first. Um, obviously, yeah, we learned the news this week of your um, say split with Roy Jones Jr. You've been now trained by Bomac, um, who's obviously been very much in the public eye over the last weekend. Can you just talk to me about that situation with Roy Jones Jr. and why ultimately that didn't work out for you? Uh, He said that he has other obligations. He has other fighters that he had promised to to train and and for their fights at this time. Because obviously this is, uh, you know, this wasn't the fight schedule that was supposed to be uh, the fight's been pushed back multiple times, and um, you know he'd made commitments, and he and he couldn't he couldn't get out of them. So you know it is what it is. Um, you know we we move forward, we move on. We've got a new trainer in Bomek and his team. They had an amazing uh, result over the weekend against uh, against Daryl Spence. Terence Crawford proved that he is one of the pound for pound greats at the moment. And um, to watch that performance, you know, it gives me a lot of um, confidence. It gives me a lot of um, belief in this team. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to work with them. Chris, are you saying that the reason for you not continuing your relationship trainer-wise with Roy Jones is because of a timing issue. It wasn't anything else. It wasn't because, I don't know, tactically or just it wasn't working in any kind of way from your last performance, etc. You're saying because he didn't have the time to commit to it, that's the reason why you weren't continuing with Roy Jones. Is that accurate? Yeah. I mean, you know, he, um, you know, we're, we're still... We're still, you know, on good terms. Um, he, he was training me for. Um, he was training me during the build-up for. Uh, I can't remember what the date was. I think it was June. 
when, whenever we were supposed to fight originally, me and me and Smith, he was training me for that. He came out, he started, we started the camp and then obviously it got pushed back. Um, and, you know, for whatever reason, he couldn't, he couldn't commit to this, this camp. Um, we're going to find out if that was for the best or for the worst. Um, you know, this, this training team that I'm now with, it is a team which was different to what Roy was. Roy was doing everything on his own um, over the last few camps, um, whereas BOMAC has, a, has, has an infrastructure. Um, and um, yeah, they're very professional. They know what they're doing. Um, so yeah. You know, maybe it's uh, maybe this is you know it was meant to be. The stars aligned. You know, they were in Vegas. They were training. I spoke to Bowman before the fight. Showed interest. You know, I said I told him. You know, I don't have a trainer. Um, and he said, "All right, well, listen. After this fight, let's get to work." And that's what exactly what we did. The next day, we were in the gym. So, how long have you and Bowman had together? Um. Uh, about a week now, maybe less. And the fight's less than four weeks away. Yeah. So listen, you know, there, there's not going to be any. Uh, I I have, I have in my mind what I'm going to do, and that's that's not that's not going to change. You know, how how I was going to approach this fight. Um, you know, it's. Um, like I said, it's too late to change. It's too late to change tactics. It's too late to change me as a fighter um, four weeks before a fight. But they're going to add as much as they can. They're going to help me prepare. They're going to get me fit. They're going to get me in shape. They're going to get me uh, mentally uh, structured. We have a game plan. Um, yeah, they're going to help me to do what I need to do. Um, you know, I'm not going to... If I had no trainer, I would still, I'd still know what I'm going to do. Um, but obviously, having this world class team around me now is it's only going to help. It's only going to be an advantage for me. And uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go in there and get the job done. Chris, I don't think it's unfair to say your trainer situation throughout your career has been quite wild. Um, and at this stage of your career now. What is it specifically that you're looking for um, in a trainer that can get you over the line, give you that extra edge to make sure that you win this fight against Liam Smith? What is it you're looking for? Uh, what is it I'm looking for? You know, for me, it's always been about trust. It's always been about belief. I'm, I don't trust people. I don't believe naturally i'm always just like all right well yeah you know you're saying all this stuff but how do you know um roy jones was was proven i couldn't argue with anything he said i could not believe the thing he was telling me because he did them um that's why i listened that's why you know we worked worked so well in the gyms um and it's the same here with Bomek. He he's he's got a proven track record. He showed it on the weekend um, with you know 
one of the pound for pounds in 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 Terence Crawford. So you can't argue with the things he tell he's telling you. Um, you know, I know that if he's saying prepare this way, do this, do that, that it's it's coming from a place of real knowledge and um and and, and it's been tried and tested and it's it's proven. And that's what I need, you know. So um yeah, I'm just looking for somebody who knows what they're doing and that can uh that can handle me and that can that can tell me the things I need to hear. Uh you know, throughout my throughout my camp and, and on the night. For someone who has a perceived reputation over the years of possibly not listening to everything from their trainer, at this stage of your career, is that different now? Do you take every instruction from BOMAC? I don't have that. That 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 shouldn't be. If that is a perception that people have, it shouldn't be. It can't be because I haven't I haven't been trained. Who's been training me for my whole career? Well, you've had multiple trainers. I haven't. I think Adam Booth worked with me for one for one fight. You know, you've had uh, you've had five or six different trainers, haven't you, for different fights? That's multiple no, trainers. No, no, no. That's that's, a, that's an absurd thing to say. Um, you know, my old man has been in the background my entire career, but aside from him, um. There was, you know, I, like I said, I worked with Adam Booth for maybe a fight. And aside from that, I was training myself up until a couple of years ago. Um, when I when I started working with um, Nate. And then I went from Nate to Roy. And then from now for Roy to Bomac. So that's four. Okay, four. But the, 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 the last, those last yeah. three have, have been in the in the, in the three, last three trainers have been in the last three years. I've been fighting, you know, ten, eleven years. Um, so I wouldn't say it's been it's been crazy. It's just uh, you know, I, or I wouldn't say I haven't listened. You know, that 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 can't be true because I haven't I haven't had the trainers to I'm, not listen. I'm only going from comments that Ronnie Davies has said to me in the past before about you not listening. I mean, Ronnie, he's the first person to tell you that um, the best way to handle me is to not tell me anything, just to let me do my thing. He's always telling that. He's always saying that. Um, if Ronnie's ever said, said something to me, I've I've, I've always listened. Um, but he's the type of guy who's just like, all right. You know, let him do his thing, and that's what we—that's what we did for years. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm not—I'm not too prideful. I'm not too big-headed. I'm not too egotistical to not listen to a trainer. If I—if I—if I've decided right, I'm gonna—I'm gonna have this guy in my camp. Of course, I'm gonna listen to him. Like you know, it just—it doesn't—it wouldn't make sense not to. You know, I'm paying you to be, to be a trainer. Of course, I'm going to listen. Chris, you have made some comments um, over the last day or so uh, regarding Conor Ben's situation. Um, just wanted you to touch on that. There's some comments that you've already made regarding UCAD, etc. What comments did I make? Do you want me to read them out to you? Sure. One second. 
Okay. So you made comments uh, to mirror fighting, saying lawyers and court hearings and essays and Eddie Hearn saying all these things he's saying, it doesn't mean anything. The fact is you got caught twice and no one's ever going to forget it. It doesn't mean you didn't do what you did because you did do it. You want to say I'm absolved and it was a big mis misunderstanding. Bullshit. Boxing's a business. I still want to fight him. So the fight will be made at some point. Do you remember those comments you've made in the last day? Yes, I remember them. Okay. What about them? Well, That's was... nothing new. That's nothing I haven't said uh, multiple times already to, to, uh, to the public. I asked you. You guys know that's my stance. What's that? I said you guys know that that's that's always been my outlook on it. Okay. I I asked you at your the last press conference before the fight got postponed about why the fight with you and Conor Ben didn't take place for the second projected date, and you said it's because something that you didn't want to do. There was talk after the second postponement of the fight with Liam Smith that that fight was back on the table. So it must have been something that you were interested in prior to this Liam Smith fight being uh, announced for September the 2nd. Yeah, Eddie did a lot of talking, and a lot of that talking was, um, you know, he was chatting a lot of breeze, as we like to say. Um, you know, a lot of the things he was saying were just not true. You know, I, I, I they were, <laughs> the fight wasn't close to being made. There was no, you know, you know, agreements and you know, I, I, I'd always, I had always said that I need to get Liam Smith first. Um, that was always my number one target. I did entertain, um, mm. you know, the possibility of fighting Connor. I, I mean, in terms of looking at the contract. Um, well, not looking at the contract, but, you know, listening to the numbers and, you know, hearing what um, what they were offering. Um, but nothing was ever agreed. I never said, yeah, you know, right, you know, all right, I'll fight him, but this and that. And I, I never made any, um, I never made, I never implied that I was going to fight him to Eddie or to Matchroom. Um you know, like I said, it was not the right time. Um, you know, he hasn't been officially cleared. Um, and I have unfinished business, you know, with, with Liam. So, you know, that fight isn't going anywhere. That fight can happen at any time. So I'm not in any rush. You know, I need, I need to right this wrong. I need to avenge this loss first. And that's what we're going to do. Chris, just because we're pushed for a little bit of time, um, September 2nd um, in Manchester, you believe that you will, in your eyes, put um, a wrong right and uh, defeat Liam Smith? I have to. I have to. I cannot let this man have two wins over me. Um, that would be uh, a huge, you know, uh, it would be devastating. Um, I know I'm a better fighter than him. I have to go out there and prove it. Uh, at the moment, there's an argument, you know. There's an argument to 
who's the better man? A lot of people will say, listen, he, he has a he has a win over you. He's a better fighter. But, you know, there is the argument that uh, I was dominant in the first three rounds and uh, anything can happen. And, you know, he 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 got lucky. He 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 uh he pulled out the miracle. Um if he does it twice, then there's no argument. He's just a better fighter than me. And um, you know, I can't live with that thought. You know, so um I have to go out there and I have to prove what I'm saying is right, that I am the better fighter, and that I'm going to um you know, do what I said I'm going to do, which is, which is, uh, teach that boy a lesson. Chris Eubank Jr., thank you very much for talking to IFL TV. Like I said, we are pushing a bit of time, but we will definitely catch up with you again fight week in Manchester, September the 2nd on Sky Sports Box Office. Okay, appreciate it. Appreciate your time, Chris. Thank you very much. All right. Sports Social Podcast Network.